0: It is a sad truth that there are things that you have seen in your lifetime that you think you understood, but you didn't. Photographs are a great example of this. There's a famous photograph taken in New Jersey on 9-11, 2001, of a group of what appear to be young people who are celebrating, or at least they're relaxing on the shore there in New Jersey as in the background of the photograph, the Twin Towers are burning. The person who took the photograph suppressed it because he was concerned about what it would look like. And when it came to light five years later, people were using the photograph to say, see, Americans have already forgotten. They don't care. They forgot that day it happened. They, it was just, it was just absolutely ripped. These people for showing what appeared to be disconcern and disrespect on 9-11 as it was happening behind them. There was a photograph in the LA times recently of Larry elder, who was a candidate for the recall of Gavin Newsom. And the title of the photograph was that he was slapping a protester. You remember that one? And then yesterday of course was the border patrol agent whipping a Haitian migrant. All of these photographs have something in common, which is that the interpretation, the picture in your head that you're being told is what you're seeing is not. In fact, the 9-11 photo, the the young people, and if you look closely at them, they are very distraught. It just looks like they're smiling and laughing, but they're not. And they were horrified when the photograph came to, to light because it does, it does look like they're enjoying themselves, and they weren't. Larry Elder was not slapping a protester. He was getting ready to hug a supporter. And there were no whips present when the Border Patrol was accused of and photographed and the uh, the vice president said she was concerned about whipping the migrants. It happens in film. I, I would say anything by Michael Moore. It, it sounds plausible when you see it, but it's presented to you in such a way that you don't necessarily realize that you're being shown something without being shown something. You know, what's the what's the line in My Cousin Vinny? He'll show you the brick, and it's a big brick, and it's a thick brick, and it's a solid brick, but but he's, not, he's only showing it to you from a certain angle, right? There was a film back in the 1930s, Triumph of the Will, Lenny Riefenstahl's triumphant film, tri, uh, Triumph of the Will, that portrayed... Nazism in a very positive and very uh, impressive light. Victory at Sea is one of the greatest propaganda series ever created. The United States Navy's uh, story of World War II at sea. And the, the remarkable thing about that is how they leave out certain things and, and how they portray certain things that didn't go well as being positives but you don't really get that you're being manipulated by it because you don't care. There was actually a plot line in the Tom Clancy novel, *Dead of Honor, in which the United States Navy conspired with the local news networks to trick their opponents into believing that something was true that was not true. And by using trick photography and green screen technology, which at the time he wrote the book was, was not new, but it was, it was kind of new to the news business of the news idea of creating news. And he actually had a case in there where they produced news that convinced their enemy of something that wasn't true. And I remember thinking when I read that, you know, wow, how old in the future will I know what's, what's true or not? What am I looking at? There are photographs that those are the ones you know about. What about the ones you don't know about? I can't not tell you how many times I've seen the picture of Oscar Groening on my social media with George Soros is a Nazi. It's not George Soros. It's Oscar Groening. But you're still being manipulated by it. You're still being told that this picture in your head is something that you don't necessarily know it is, but you're being told it is. So, the other day, I was sitting here minding my business as I so often do, and I got an email from my good friend Mike, the Mill SERP writer, who, once again, if you're not reading his blog, you should be. Just look for Mill Soup SERP, S U R P, writer. It's linked in the blog. Um, he had watched a video, and unfortunately, it's an hour long <laughs> plus a video, and he wanted to get my thoughts on it. Now, again, this is what we do. We. We don't jump to conclusions. Hey, Dave, this ridiculous video is outrageous. You should watch it. Or Dave, this video is fantastic. You should watch it. Um, blah blah. No, we, we find something that interests us and piques our interest and, and gets us thinking in a certain way. And we ask each other, well, what did you think about it? What was your initial impressions of it? It's one of the things I like about Millsap Writers. We have conversations, even though he's in Tennessee and I'm in Washington State. It's fantastic. We have conversations, not arguments. And we don't agree on everything. Some things he understands better than I do. Some things I understand better than he does. But he sent me this, this link, and so I watched it because I trust him. <laughs> you, most people I don't trust when they send me, Hey, Dave, you need to watch this two-hour video about whatever conspiracy theory there is. I don't watch those, but but this one I did watch. And it's a film that presents an idea that is not... Well, on the surface of it, it's not unbelievable. The context of the film is that China is not our enemy. It's not our adversary. That is, in fact, the military-industrial complex, of which Eisenhower spoke, that is manipulating us into believing that China is our adversary, and that the coming war on China is little more than a United States government, military-industrial complex trick to get us to go to war with China for their benefit. An hour and 14 minutes of this in this movie, explaining to us why this is true. Now, look, the idea of the military-industrial complex manipulating a population to go to a war, a low-level war, is nothing new. We talked about this the other day. Uh, Not only did Eisenhower say it, but and he would have known, uh, but... I was reading a few weeks ago about Louis XIV, we talked about it on What the Frock, and the fact that he intentionally encouraged his noblemen, his knights, to go out and start wars, small wars, because it kept them busy and occupied, and it kept the people that you know served them busy and occupied. And as long as they were doing that, being patriotic and serving the king in these minor wars somewhere... They weren't bitching at him about his policies of suppression and violating their rights. And so it worked very well. It's almost like something out of 1984. The war is not meant to be won. It's meant to be continuous. And so this this film presenting this idea that China's not our adversary, the military-industrial complex, your government is your enemy. They're the ones tricking you. Is it possible that all this saber-rattling by even Joe Biden, who is well-known to be in bed with China, could just be part of a plan to vilify China so that we Americans will get fired up, it'll arouse our patriotic passions, and we'll be mad at China, and, and we'll be willing to support whatever actions our government might take against China? Is it possible back in the early part of the first of the 20 of the 20th century sorry there's a guy by the name of Walter Lippmann now we've talked about him before Walter Lippmann is famous for being the defining person when it comes to public relations you might call it propaganda in fact he was a part of the committee for public information in World War 1 Creels committee that controlled information going to the public that convinced everybody that World War I was just great. You need to get behind it, even though half the country wasn't. Walter Lippmann would go on to conduct public relations campaigns and literally write the book on how to do it. And you've probably never heard of him unless you care about stuff like that. But he had some some interesting ideas. His number one idea was that people are not sheep. They don't just meh and follow along. They have to be, in his words, governed, which is kind of like sheep. It's, it's weird that he says they're not sheep, but, but they, they have some characteristics of sheep in that they they function as a bewildered herd that must be governed, his words, by a government propaganda machine that's run by a specialized class of people who have interests that go beyond the local ideas. So in other words, the government propaganda machine has to go beyond what you care about locally. It has to inflame your passions greater than, than, than just, you know, should we put in a speed bump on my street or not? He actually is famous for four specific public relations campaigns. I'm not going to go through all of them. But two of them are particularly of interest to me. Uh, number one You'll recall, if if you're a fan at all of the 1950s and film noir, and I am, I love Humphrey Bogart movies, and and I have dozens upon dozens of DVD collections of film noir, um, one of the most famous parts of that is the women smoking element of it. Women, everybody smokes in these films, but particularly women. Prior to a certain point in the probably late 20s, Early '30s, women just didn't smoke in public. It was—you remember the scene in Titanic where where Cal spaps the cigarette out of out of Rose's hands? It just—it was just, just wasn't—and her mother is really put off by that. It just wasn't done. It was considered to be hmm, nickel Turney. Why did it suddenly become popular? Because Walter Lippmann got hired by the Women's Liberation. I'm not making this up movement to popularize smoking amongst women so that it would it would normalize it. And one of the things that he did was he, he said, can't be movie stars, can't be models, has to be pretty women, but not too pretty. And he would put them out at parades smoking and he would put them in pictures smoking and he would he would do and it became very popular. And that's how that came to be. He also was the one who coined the term Banana Republic. There was a South American republic with a legitimately elected government that the United States didn't care for and the United States wanted to get rid of. Not making this up, folks. And so using Littman, they started a public relations campaign to convince everybody that this guy was actually a communist sympathizer. And he literally invented the term Banana Republic, this is where all the bananas came from, and truth was that it was all about controlling the banana trade. And, and we got rid of this guy, who was not a communist, as far as anybody knows. But he convinced everybody with a picture in their head that he was. He actually wrote, you are more apt to believe the pictures in your head than you are the truth. And so when we see these photographs of, you know... Larry Elder slapping a woman. It doesn't matter what the truth of that photograph is. Most of the people who saw that photograph still believe that Larry Elder slapped a woman. Most of the people still believe that the Border Patrol was whipping Haitian migrants. The truth is irrelevant. You believe what's in your head because it's been placed there to encourage you to see it that way. You've been governed, as it were, by a class, a specialized class of interests that go beyond your local level. Everything, by the way, is trying to manipulate you. I have to go to uh, several stores today to try to find a second monitor, computer monitor, for my son. Why? Because he looked at me with those big brown eyes yesterday, or blue eyes yesterday. Sorry, I don't even know his eye color. I said, Dad, I really need a second monitor. I mean, he's getting into programming and stuff, so he probably does, but just the way he did it, (laughs) he's just manipulating me into doing that. My spouse, your spouse manipulates you into doing things. My wife looks at me and bats her eyes. Your pastors are manipulating on Sunday. They're playing, they're putting pictures into your head because they want you to believe and think a certain way. I'm not saying it's malevolent. I'm just saying everybody, hell, I'm playing on your, your passions. It's what we do. I had a general manager once who told me, pull on people's heartstrings. It's what gets them interested. It's what what gets them to buy products. It's what sells ads. Of course, the news is doing it. You know, (laughs) our local news this morning is running multiple stories about the Arizona audit. And the way that they say things is manipulative, and it's putting a picture in your head. She said, quote, President Trump did lose there, unquote which is different than President Trump did lose there. It's all in the emphasis that they put on the syllables to make that picture in your head go a certain way. Politicians are trying to manipulate you. Of course they are. And it comes back to the maximum of, you know, when you see these pictures in your head and it's starting to influence you, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. This particular film, by the way, that uh, that I started talking about, the coming war on China. You can Google it yourself. I I think I've linked it up in the blog today. But it is fascinating in the idea that so many of us would be willing to believe that our government would do this. I don't have any problem believing at all that the military-industrial complex would love to have a low-level conflict going on somewhere in the world right now, especially now that Afghanistan and Iraq are essentially over. How are they going to make money? I don't have any problem believing that at all. But when I watch this movie... This movie is trying very hard to convince me of that. And going so far as to tell me that the Chinese aren't that stupid. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But when a film ticks off every single checkbox that I would want checked off if I happened to be a member of the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> and... and I want the people of America not necessarily to support their government, Eh, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to believe the pictures in my head or am I going to believe what I think for myself? And maybe that's the real answer. Don't just believe the pictures in your head because then you'll end up well, like a woman smoking.